0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Kevin, Kevin McPherson joins us, They're known as Hoop Scoop. I know you're enjoying listening to all that, as that, um, yes, we did a uh, tour of
0: um, San, San Francisco, Francisco. The San Francisco Treat. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, you're waking up, I can tell.
2: <laughs> I'm thought out, I'm thought out. I, 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 was, I was hearing it, listening to you guys carry on, it was good stuff. Yeah, right. Okay,
1: this, uh, <laughs> I've already got this weighing on you from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Jason says, when Hoop Scoop comes on, he just came on now by uh, some miracle, please ask if there may be a men's basketball fan day before the season. Really like to get some autographs from this team. Might be worth something in the future, you know. NIL is that going to change that fan day kind of concept? Because an autograph. You would think at um, okay, you can bring a, a can of corn, but that's not going to go to the um, to the player. Uh, if not, there are events related to NIL that may give fans access. That was what was so cool the other night about that countdown to kickoff. KJ. He signed everything in sight. Same thing with Jalen Cadillac. Same thing with Cam Little. I mean, those kids just, I mean, they, they were so receptive to the fans. So, Kevin, is there going to be a fan day?
2: I'm really not sure. Uh, that's something I'm going to have to look into and get back. But we will be in Fayetteville again tomorrow, uh, open practice and, and press conference. So I'll, I'll ask around to see if they're going to have something for fans. Um you know we're getting this extra open practice stuff, and typically you wouldn't have that until late September, early October. Uh, but because of this foreign tour, there's extra practice time. The team heads out this weekend, so you know last week we got a forty-plus minute window, maybe about forty-five minutes to watch the end of practice. Tomorrow we're to get an hour of practice time, and then that will, once that once that closes out at four thirty, then we'll go across the street to Bud Walton to have a press meeting with, with Russ And then a few players they haven't told us who the players are yet. Um, so we're getting back to back weeks of getting a window in there. I know Mussman really wants to get as as much access to media and fans as he can. Um, so, you know, my guess is maybe there is something planned for fans to come in and, for a meet-and-greet and and autographs and things like that, but I need to find out specifics, if so. What will you be
1: looking for or looking at specifically tomorrow?
2: Well, you know, when we went last week, there were some really nice individual offensive plays. The defense has been talking about the fact that defense is ahead. You could see that. I mean, we keep talking about all the added size and athleticism and length and um, you could see that at practice, especially the lane getting clogged up, or you know, folks didn't seem bashful about driving in. There just wasn't a lot of finishes. Uh, shots were getting blocked. It was physical. Um, you know, I really thought individually, probably Nick Smith Jr. made more offensive plays than anybody, but collectively, just about everybody was pretty good defensively. Um, All right, Kevin, hold you know, that thought. We got to get... take
1: a break. Hold that thought. We got to take a break. All right. Kevin McPherson on his hoop scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. The doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill, Trey Shap. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive time sports will continue. Let's go right back to Kevin McPherson on his hoop scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. Kevin, you were talking about the defense and how the lane's been clogged. And Nick Smith seemed to be the one player that was stepping up the other day.
2: Yeah, I think several guys stepped up in different ways. I just thought offensively he, he had – you know, he hit a couple of threes in the five-on-five action. He had a little runner in transition. Made some really good pro- passes in both primary and secondary transition. And then I thought he did a really good job of making some skip passes, diagonal passes, and maybe teammates weren't able to finish. But, you know, he seemed offensively to be the most comfortable. Another guy I really haven't talked enough about uh, was Devo Davis. You know, he knocked down a three in the five-on-five. He had a couple of runners, a little floater. You know, driving into that paint, we've seen him do that and grown accustomed to him having success doing that. Uh, but had some nice transition assist as well. Uh, and then, you know, Anthony Black at 6'7", they say he's pushing 6'8". Now, uh, but just his court awareness and vision, I thought he played really well. And, and something I haven't talked enough about him since last week's practice, I noticed multiple times in half-court situations, um, when he saw a driving angle, he took it. Um, and, and did a good job of you know, getting into close range. Now he got, probably got fouled a couple of times and he didn't quite finish the shot, but it, it was good to see him take the opportunity to drive because I think defenses are going to give him a lot of space and dare him to shoot because of how good he is as a passer. And when he's on the court with Nick Smith Jr., I got a feeling defenders are sometimes going to cheat off of him to help on Nick. And Anthony Black's going to have to make him pay, so it was encouraging to see him drive it in practice. Uh, but, again, I go back to the defense. I still think, you know, Eric Nelsman, since he's been in Arkansas, everything starts at that end. Everything else kind of falls into place once they iron out kinks and rotations around their defense. And, I, and from what I've seen so far, you know, the defense won the day last week. I'm interested to see tomorrow. Has the offense made any strides there? I'm sure there will be plays on both sides of the ball, but it's just encouraging that media is getting this large of a window. Now, we'll be able to record with photos and video the first 20 minutes of that hour, and then after that we're, we're prohibited from doing more. Uh, but that's plenty of time. That's plenty of time to capture a lot. And uh, then, of course, when we get to into the interview room, we can talk about what we saw. And then this team takes off, guys. You know, this is for basketball junkies, you know, it's it's. Christmas in July for these open practices for media, and then it's Christmas in August because they got four games, even on foreign soil. Now that we know it's live stream, we have opportunities to see this team come together and be, you know, 15 together instead of playing against each other in practice every day, actually go against other competition, um, and, and maybe we'll start to see some things develop in terms of rotation, personnel, pack this. I expect all players to get playing time in all four games. Two in Spain, it starts out, and then two more to finish it up in Italy.
1: Let's speak with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Hey, Coach Hill.
0: Hey, brother. How you doing?
1: Uh, You know, uh, I miss uh, being able to talk to you because you come on Wednesday nights now, and that's my midweek Bible study, so I get... I miss getting to talk
0: to you, but uh, give me an update on uh, how little man's progressing. I'll uh, I tell you what I'm, I'm gonna let Hoop Scoop finish up his deal, and then I, I'll I'll come on here later on and talk about that while we got Hoop Scoop on. All right.
1: and then he's also but got anyway, to repent uh, a little bit about baseball because of. <laughs>
0: The grand pup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let, let Hoop Scoop attack. That's right. Stay, stay tuned, though, okay? I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get you the last hour.
1: Okay, I'll be listening, Coach. Okay. But uh, anyway,
2: Kevin, I like the Maui tournament that Arkansas is going to be playing in. I mean, yeah, that I field too. is loaded. It, it's a loaded field. You know, Arkansas was supposed to be in a 14 know, field.
1: That's with all Louisville. Have, guys. Thank you, Steve. In Vegas. No less.
2: In, it, right, the main event, and, and because of COVID, that all got, you know, that dissolved. But, you know, this is not a strong Louisville program right now. It had really struggled last year, a new hire. But there's still going to be some quality there. I mean, it is Louisville. There'll be some players on that roster that, that look like high major players because it's a high major program, um, and you can take no, no opponent for granted, especially playing away from home. And then after that game, win or lose, you're going to get Texas Tech or Creighton, two top-notch basketball programs. Um, And then there's a third game after that from the other side of the bracket. Obviously, that will all be worked out based on wins and losses as you move through that 18 tournament format field. Um, But I do, I agree with the caller. I think it's great that Arkansas has – this will be the first year, by the way, guys, now that we know the matchups, that Arkansas will play at least four – High major of schools in non-conference play since Musselman's been here. The last time they did that was five seasons ago uh, under Mike Anderson in his final year uh, when they had Texas, Texas Tech, um, and they had Georgia Tech and Indiana. So, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit overrated just because it's got the high major name. I mean, again, not sure how good Louisville's going to be. Uh, but the, the point of that is is that all of those games will be away from home. And typically, even if a high major team's not at its best at that moment, they still have players that look like your players in some regard. You know, even some of the mid-major schools that have a high level of success outside of Gonzaga and maybe two or three more don't typically recruit like the high majors. So you want those kind of tests physically, athletically, um, you know, especially when you can get them away from home before you get into the SEC. I think there's a lot of value there. Uh, but having said that, you know, adding in to Maui, you know the neutral site game against Oklahoma and Tulsa. I think Arkansas is going to be out for blood after what happened last year. Not literally, you know that. Um, and then getting Baylor, it doesn't get much better than that in the Big 12. One of the, you know, obviously the really the top program there. It's always it seems like it's usually Kansas, and Kansas just did win a title. But the year before that, it was Baylor, and you know Baylor was a one seed last year. So whether you get Kansas or Baylor in that Big 12 SEC challenge, you're really getting. Uh, you know, arguably the top pro- team in that program in that
0: conference. Randy, we went to Maui the last two times that Arkansas played out there in that tournament, and right. I think this is the best chance they have to win the Maui Invitational. I didn't feel like it in 2013. I didn't feel like it the year before that when they went, but but or the time before that, I should say. But I think this is – the best chance they have to actually win this prestigious tournament.
1: You agree, Kevin?
2: Well, I mean, it's a top ten team. Those years he described, Arkansas really wasn't projected to do a whole lot, you know, on the overall landscape. Uh, so even it, so, to me, regardless of who's over there, I think he's right because Arkansas is a top ten team preseason. Some people think they ought to be top five. You get 11 newcomers, and you know when Jalen Williams decided to stay in that NBA draft pool and, and stay with the the pro decision, I think it caused Arkansas to slide just a little bit. And we've talked about this before. Arkansas doesn't have that returning guy that you know is perceived as an All-American or conference player of the year type. You know, uh, even though I think Devo Davis is an All-League type of player, he's not that marquee name that maybe some of these other top 10 preseason teams returned. But Arkansas had the number one overall recruiting class, number two in the high school ranks just fine Duke. And then when you look at the transfer portal moves, I think Arkansas uh, addressed more matchup versatility. So I do agree. I think Arkansas can play different ways now. I think most has more weapons at his disposal, even if he sticks to a top seven, eight rotation. And there's some good teams over there, but I do think Arkansas the, right now is riding a wave. And is a kind of team, when you're looking at that field going, hmm, Arkansas may be the, favorite or, not, or should be the favorite. You know, and I think the way that I see that bracket was laid out, I think Arkansas uh, was, you know, you could say they were the one seat on their side of the bracket.
0: And, Randy, that gymnasium, that Lahaina mm-hmm. Civic Center, it is mm-hmm. much smaller in person than what it is on television. Oh, yeah, definitely. It looks humongous on television, but it is smaller than Hall High School's gymnasium.
1: Yeah, it reminds you of a high school Yes, Arena. a
0: small high school yeah. gymnasium.
1: So, Kevin, you think the Spain trip, and I know we can – we can, uh, Spain and Italy trip, we can expand upon this uh, next time that you're on. But I, you, you spoke of the seven, eight-man rotation. I got to believe every man that's on that 13-man roster is going to get an opportunity and probably yeah, more have- minutes than, than normal. Uh, he's got to find – that top eight top nine top ten maybe whatever it may be
2: yeah I think musman already knows who he thinks is going to be in his top seven or eight but I still think everybody plays unless someone's in the doghouse somehow and then we yeah. you know figure that out as we go.
1: Unless they went to the wine vineyards and didn't don't get back do on
0: that. that don't do that it's a business trip
1: Thank you hoopscoop that's Kevin McPherson made on his hoopscoop thanks to hogville.net.